so one, two. Okay, now I'll go three, four. Sorry. We don't need the three and the four. <laughs> We're doing it. So since we have two music boys here today that do band things, I found an ad in a page that's our hometown's name, Musicians. They're looking for a trumpet or trombone player and possibly a clarinet player. Oh, my God. For what's currently a trio consisting of piano, mandolin slash banjo, and upright bass. They play mostly original music with an early 20th century feel, but they're not genre specific. They just let the sound happen organically. They rehearse one to two times a week in Cookful. So if you're interested, DM or comment, you know, with your preferred contact information. Okay. No. <laughs> um, but also, the, I'm going to I'm gonna counter my no with a sweet, because would I enjoy listening to something like that that maybe had that roaring twenties like a uh, little bit of swing that's happening? You know, here's the thing though. I'm starting a country western band currently. Jesus. I have I've got a kalimba, a theremin, Ooh. and a didgeridoo. Wait, you actually own these things, or you have these people that these are people that are playing? Okay. And we're looking for somebody that plays, you know, the belly drum. Okay. And somebody that can hit their head and it sounds hollow. Does the belly drum take two people for one to supply the belly, the other one to supply the drumming? Typically, you know, you play your own belly. Right. But. So I'm just trying to start a band here. And I I found our competition. If one of you guys are willing to just lie down for the entire set and me just slap your stomach for a while, you got your your belly drummer right here. I could could take, take one for the team. Perfect. All right. You've yeah. done it, Tiny. Your band's complete. Yes. All you got to do is ask once. Yes. <laughs> I want to be. I can I? Can I add to your country rest, western, please? Because C- I want to be the 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 girl in the country western that you know the one that it's always making like the sounds in the background, like like. Well, you'll have to compete west? with well, a Gregorian chanter. Wait, what we west? Have? What western country are we talking about? <laughs> U.S. <laughs> We're playing country music. Hey everybody, I'm Dane Holland. I'm Austin Shazam Pfeiffer. I'm Josh Qual, Steve Austin. And I'm Austin Tiny Zent. <laughs> I am Electric Man. <laughs> and we are Nerded Through the Grapevine, the podcast where four best friends gather weekly to talk about our favorite parts of past, present, and future nerd culture. Welcome back, Josh. You're, <laughs> you. You, you're, you've gone beyond GG. You're, you've officially gone beyond Guest Grape. Sweet. What's and, my new uh, time? I don't know, man. FG. I, I think you're uh, what? What's a featured grape? Fellow grape. Ooh, fellow, fellow grape. Okay, okay. Ooh. I like that too. Fellowship That's of the good. grapes. Uh, either way, hi. Thank uh, you. I, g- wow, I'm honored. Thank you. you should be. You're an understudy for I Marcus. know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm the perpetual fill-in. Yeah, we got to come like up with everything in my life. Medals for stand people. in for somebody else. Mm. Always. That's okay. We occasionally talk about the effects of superheroes personal lives and how they have to do with the way they carry out their superhero-ness and stuff. And I just really wanted us to talk more on the secret identity and alter ego side of all of these these heroes and, and stuff, even beyond superheroes that we talk about, because even in real life, there are people with like their pseudonyms that they use instead of their real names to do certain things. A certain Drake, author comes to mind. Aubrey Graham. Those people. Sorry, was there not? Uh, just Drake. Also, that's all I have. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Eminem. Yeah. Marshall, Marshall Mathers. Mathers. Slim exactly. Shady. That's a true alter ego. That's yeah, really good. That's true. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a whole different persona. Yeah, it's like a character. But it's not, yeah, it's a thing that like people do in real life as they're like part of their profession and all kinds of, of neat stuff. But... I I don't know if just that, like your friend Veston, yeah, <laughs> he lives his life as a pseudonym. You'll you'll never know his real. I name. I do not believe that's his real name. <laughs> that's still. his real that's name. His name. Which, I, I mean, he's a nice dude. Oh, he's the best. There's dude. no way that's his real name. He's just a body a witness protection. He's just a body named Veston. Probably that's why he's so quiet too, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, that makes so sense now. We can start with us, like in the in the nickname, because I mean, sometimes it is just a nickname. Although sometimes that nickname takes on even more of a persona. Yeah, because not many know my nickname of Detour, 
But Detour. I, yeah, I, I accidentally won a street race one time by taking a wrong turn um, and then coming back. Yeah. So then old detour came okay. out of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. But that's my like gaming profile of all different Damn, systems. A, that I that's play. a good rapper name, too, if you're uh, it would be great. That, oh. that lane. He's yeah. really good at rapping presence. I'm just, yeah. yeah. I've gotten a lot better, actually. I used to be Could terrible. Be just take a video of of that. That's your niche on your little YouTube niche of mm-hmm. rapping, and uh, blow up an audience, and you know, start making your own branded rapping paper. How about that? Yeah, I, I'm glad I have this as the note, like the audio as a note for me to later listen yeah. to. Yeah. That's awesome too, yeah. because if you're doing that rapping on there, you can put our combined effort into the custom wrapping up the wonton rap. <gasps> I just want to see you perform gangster rap one time. You really don't. Yeah, it's like rapping a present with a gun. I think you that. Really like the coolest <laughs> thing ever. Just wrapping a gun. There we go. That's the present. Yeah, well, just like the like the hardest way possible. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. like punch the tape onto yeah. the box. You're listening. You're listening to like classic Christmas music, but there's gunshot ex- like insinuations. Like, Take the halls with boughs of holly. It's just hardcore rap. W R A P. That's just what yeah. it is. Yo, um, f- holly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> I'll f- with bows. <laughs> That's what you're hot man for. Uh, Tie my own. F- bows and we f- under the mistletoe. Whoa. There we go. Oh, my gosh. And that was already working. Lyrically genius. Okay. Uh, mine was, I mean, of Shazam. I. I've loved Shazam as a comic book character since I first discovered him, and I had to backtrack a long ways because I wasn't born in the 30s. So what happens is uh, I, I read Kingdom Come. I love Kingdom Come. Shazam's such an interesting character within Kingdom Come. I decide that I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I become obsessed with the character. I love it absolutely. And I get a tattoo and another tattoo and then finally a third tattoo. And they were all Shazam-related in some way, shape, or form. And people stopped remembering my name and started remembering the tattoos and they just kept saying that Shazam guy, that Shazam guy. Then it turned into Shazam. And I'm like, I escaped. I did it. (laughs) This is me because I come from a family of nicknames Mm -hmm. and they tried to, yeah, they tried to bestow a nickname upon me. Oh, what was it? Oh, let me tell you their nicknames first because they had flick. They had cuss. They had devil, they've got fuzzy, and the pedophamilius, rabbit. I'm the son of fuzzy. Wait, 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 wait. Pedophamilius? What is pedophamilius? The pata- sounds- pedophamilius. Pa- wait, patter or? I don't know. What, what does that mean? I, I I've know. never heard that word before. I don't know. Just founding father. Okay. That's what that means? It, pretty, oh, okay. Pretty much. I thought it was familiar. Like, Give me a oh, weird vibe familiar. there for a second. All right, no, keep going. Yeah, no, wow. it's the... <laughs> it's, it's, it's from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I love you don't, that movie. Yeah. You don't... Well, clearly you don't. I no, I'm Because they said it in there. Word you're talking. Well, well, he, he did I'll, say with I'll, an E instead of an A, I'd, so okay. it made it... All right, fair. I'll, made I'll it sound subway I learned it off of the movie, so it has weird country slang. true. Are you a fop? Guy or are you a Dapper Dan guy? I'm a Dapper, I'm Dan, a Dapper Dan, Dan man. Dapper Dan man. Oh, son man. of a bitch. I don't like fuck. Damn it. Now watch your mouth. Son. This is Two a weeks from everywhere. Tour. What a geographical oddity. Uh, so my dad's name is Fuzzy. I was named Peach Fuzz. <laughs> oh, God. That's awful. <laughs> that sucks. Just to spite the, the, the name Fuzzy and to bring it into me as a person, Peach Fuzz. Fuzz Jr. And Little Fuzz. That was all the time. To- everything. Shazam. Woohoo! You have your own. Thank God. Uh, there you, are more people that know you now. Like, like once you got the nickname, like in your old job and everything, like more people know you as Shazam than they do your actual name, which Austin isn't even your first name. No, my parents hated me. So you've been going by another, like your middle name, same with Austin or Tiny. Yeah, Tiny is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> you say it every episode. Uh, no, Ray, man. Crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you, how did you get tiny? Yeah, I don't think well, I know. How. Look, I'm a large American man, right? Okay, and it's stereotypical because we're in the South and people are stupid and unoriginal. Mm-hmm. That when you find a large man, you call him tiny because it's funny, I guess. Mm-hmm. And though the best part is. I got it at work. Somebody just started calling me that, and then it just stuck with everybody. And then I was like, you know what? 
they're going to call me that anyway. So when I got my uniforms, I just had them go ahead and put tiny on it. Nice. Because that's what they were going to call me anyway. Mm -hmm. And then you'd get those um, ultra smart people they would be like <laughs> what why do they call you tiny because you you you're you're big ding, i'm ding, like ding. i don't know man it's crazy ain't it <laughs> isn't that wild yeah i got tired of do something like that <laughs> i don't know i mean I, there's there's a I guy got tired of explaining what irony is yeah, right. mm -hmm. there's a guy in our hometown that's like a really good barber and he is a, probably a good 120 pounds soaking wet and his name's muscles Nice. And I don't know if there's an inside joke or if it's just to take it as face value on it, but I don't want to ask because what if it revolves around something else I don't want to know? Right. You know, that's very true. And it, I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that you got kids going up to asking for muscles to cut his cut their hair and stuff like that. And it meaning something provocative. But at the same time, you can't just help but wonder. You I know, mean, it's just, we did. We were the hometown that had squeaky <sighs> and we all know why his name was squeaky. Do I? Yeah. Oh, is it because of the bed? No, his moped squeak. Oh, I hate you. You good. just I mean, tried. <laughs> you just tried too hard to get. You hate me. No, it, that's I really mean, why. Yeah, right. Yeah, his original moped. Yet he, he did upgrade at one point, but it was like the squeakiest thing. And he lived in like a little like RV Van. behind a tire shop. It was. It, it got upgraded to an RV at one point. It did get upgraded to an RV for the longest time, and it was an actual van behind it, the tire shop. It was shop. a yellow this van was draped no. in a oh, tarp. I thought he was giving you shit. Who's no, 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 no. Squeaky was the. He used to be the guy in our hometown that would drive around on the little moped. Okay, and so all the time. What you just said, but not you, not got me. It. I think a lot. A lot of town, like especially small towns, have those those people that just they're like legends of the area, mm -hmm. yeah. and they get these nicknames that just everyone knows them by. And if you've got somebody that's not from there, and they're like, "Whoa, who's this crazy person?" You're like, "Oh, don't worry about that. That's just Squeaky." Yeah, like, every, everybody knows Old them. Squeaky. And Josh yeah. has got a nickname too. Like I don't he, know Josh's nickname. Well, pretty much nobody ever has ever called me by my first name, um, especially not Joshua. Most mostly I've been referred to as Qualls my okay. entire life. Well, that's, that's still your name, um, though. It's, yeah, it was not my first name. Or when I was in a with a different certain group of people, call me Chives. Oh, there uh, we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's, now uh, is that revolving around the website or the seasoning? From, it came from Joe Tucson. Actually, he hmm. he uh, bestowed that name upon me. That's um, a blast from the past. I don't remember why. To be honest, I think I just said probably made some comment about a butler named Chives. That's that's where my mind. That's what I'm <laughs> I mean, thinking right now. Honest, that's what I remember. I don't know. And then. I, that's a good nickname, though. Tribes. That's what that's what a lot of people called me. In, yeah, in that circle of friends. Had another friend named Dane that uh, had his name permanently taken from him uh, in a friend group, just because they would always confuse the two. And then a uh, bunch of people that were above grades from us uh, nicknamed him Chet instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So because there could only be one, yeah. Kizzy, mm -hmm. and yep. I was the one. Kizzy was a. Now I, I've got an interesting factoid. We love pilot. superheroes. Superheroes are are awesome. There's so many that go under this alter ego secret identity you know take take a hold of this but it hasn't it has an originating form um because you know superheroes get their inspiration for their powers from different you know different things in, in time but the actual first alter ego superhero was in 1905 is uh, that right the scarlet pimpernel is what it is. Uh, What's a pimpernel? It yeah. is a, oh, I already know. Scarlet Pimpernel. You see, because the Scarlet like a Scarlet, that's the first thing I did because I was researching a little bit and I was trying to figure out some stuff because I was what like, the what the hell is, is it? What, what's a, and and it, it, it popped up and all I can remember was from Tenacious D. You know, uh, like a Scarlet Pimpernel. And, uh, and just, you remember. Yes. So that's all I could. I was like, well, what does this even mean? It has to have some kind of sultry background to it. No, uh, the Scarlet Pimpernel is. He says it'll make you squeal like. Yeah. So basically, he, he's an aristocrat who is just a dummy, just absolute, just a moron, a, uh, a fop is what they refer to him as. And not a dapper damn man. Not a dapper damn man. <laughs> he's friendly. He's friendly. Bringing it full circle. Yeah, it came back around. So, mm. But he uh, disguises himself as the Scarlet Pimpernel, which is basically his swashbuckle, his swashbuckling uh, superhero alter ego that is super skilled with sword combat, is very intuitive and detective like, and is only known to the people by his symbol, which is the flower, the Scarlet Pimpernel. So a less cool Zorro. Oh. Zorro, 
Batman, Prince. Superman, um, <laughs> and Prince. Yeah, there, you, you've got just a list after list after list that follows a trope that originated with the Scarlet Pimpernel. That's cool. Yeah, and even the Scarlet Pimpernel probably like they drew inspiration from probably different mythological things. And the like, Count of Monte Cristo. It's all everything. All art is stolen in so some level. Like you've taken it and you fused it with something. Uh, that's already happened in the past. Also, the, since they're adjacent things, um, I, I get them confused, like the the Count of Monte Cristo and then a Monte Crisco. Yes, delicious. <laughs> yeah, because my, my head was like Count of Monte Crisco. No, that's a, okay. That's, that's a, a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. No, that's, that's such a good sandwich. That's a, that's a guy that's too big to leave his house. <laughs> 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 he just has cheddars brought to him by DoorDash t- daily. They just walk on in. So w- the thing that keeps popping in my mind is, you know, when you get to like Superman or Martian Manhunter or the ones that have like extraordinary abilities, because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, if you're a Batman, that, that's cool. You just got to act like just a different style of person. You know, you can act dumb or, or you know, just whatever. But if you actually have an ability like super strength, mm-hmm. it'll be very hard to go about your day to day because you don't you want to be able to be the guy that can open all the pickle jars, but you don't want to be the guy that you know has Suspicious sex with the lady and rams her leg out the, through the wall. You know, right. they do you don't want to rip the yeah. jar in half. I you just just. What you're saying, actually, there was a very good uh, reference to it in the uh, director's cut for Hancock. Um. Whenever Hancock was a good one, because uh, he's it's just one of those like he's going to canine finish and uh, it comes out with shotgun blast fury through the roof of his trailer. Uh, so I didn't see the director's cut, I guess. I, I don't I know either because I don't remember that. I don't know why I did, but I did. And I, I'm here to tell you that's uh, the, that's a weirdest super ability. Actually, I don't think I like that movie, to be honest. I, I think it I thought it tried a little too hard. Yeah. But then you have, uh, there was an episode of an animated series, which was the Justice League Unlimited animated series, and there was a fight between Superman and Apocalypse, who was powered up a little bit extra. Uh, I think he, I don't remember what he had going on for him, whether it was a Brainiac arc or whether it was something else, but Superman explained the way it is to be him, Mm -hmm. because they had managed to somehow, like, teleport and transfer all the people from earth and they had them trapped in something uh, that apocalypse uh, the planet had as a containment field or something along those lines so but superman said to dark side he said i just want to say thank you because you removed all human life from this planet and i don't have to care anymore I no longer have to treat the world like it's made of cardboard and it's time that I finally get to let loose. And he just, he just, it's, it's cool to see just what happens whenever you think you're seeing the abilities of somebody like Superman. Mm-hmm. And then he just tells you that he's been just throttling himself like a NASCAR race this entire time. Yeah. He's got the damn restrictor plate on. Just you got her off, you know, just cutting yeah. it off. And then he's like, you just, you just, you just removed all of my limitations. Mm-hmm. But you can take it, can't you, big guy? Oh, yeah. And that's it's a great point with these characters that have all these crazy superpowers. Their alter egos, their secret identities, you know, their, their human form or whatever you want to call it. That's a whole nother set of skills to be able to just be a normie, right? Yeah. I mean, because like with Superman, like just opening a door... Like ripping it off the hinges, so, you know, like that's something that would easily happen see, if he wasn't able to tone it down. Yeah, you see that in Spider-Man's first Toby Toby Maguire's first Spider-Man movie Truth. in the, in the mm-hmm. uh, cafeteria, mm-hmm. where he has that whole balancing act, catching all that shit, and then Mary Jane falls and he catches her, and then fast forward a little bit to the fight with Flash, like somebody would have been watching him a little bit more closely. I would have been a little suspicious seeing all that happen. <laughs> and then he drag a yeah, he even had a web coming out of his arm. On the cafeteria yeah. tray that got like hung up on the door, so yeah, yeah. Everybody it, in that school just must be oblivious yeah. as hell. It's it's Absolutely. like you have to learn this almost superhuman control. It's like its own superpower mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, to just be a normie. Well, and to not react too, because yeah. when you're not donning your suit and you're not being the hero, if you do need your secret identity to stay that just that a secret, you have to not react and that has to be the hardest thing for a hero period because even crowd and say hey spider-man and see which one goes we yeah <laughs> did he look did he look yeah, right. 
the uh, the one, and I know Austin, just the way you looked at me just now, just putting out your hand because in Man of Steel, when Jonathan Kent is protecting Clark, like there's there's a tornado and there's like a, a situation where Clark could step in and and help and. Jonathan Kent's like, now is not the time for you to show the world who you are yet. They are not ready. You're not ready. So he goes out into it, saves the puppy, and then he ends up dying in the storm. And he was really willing to risk himself. That's so dumb, though. Why? Because the the dad didn't have to die. He died to protect his son. He died to protect his son. I, but because the son would have been fine. No, at his at his age, like the yeah. if if it gets out of who he was, well, then, I mean, here's the question yeah. that I have. Okay, uh-huh. was there a camera sitting there watching this family with the tornado? There was a city. How of would it have gotten out if he took three steps to get the puppy dog? No, 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 and then come back. It, it wasn't three. It steps. wasn't three steps. It was like way in a line of traffic because all the cars had been stopped in the road because of the storm and people were gathering underneath the overpass. And there was a lot of people, like it was like a lot of traffic. So a lot of people are out of the vehicles okay. and they would have, they would have seen him. I've seen part of the movie. Yeah. I haven't seen all of the okay, movie. That's, gotcha. that's, so that's one of the why mo- I didn't have context. That's a, that's a crucial part of the movie just because yeah, yeah. it shows you the lengths that Pa Kent was ready to go to try to protect his son. And it also instilled this sense of weird morality in Superman and in the, as a person like who we are, because you have Superman who doesn't want to, who doesn't want to have to take life who wants to protect human life who wants to be a part of this greater good but you also see him having this voice in his head of his father figure Jonathan say what was i supposed to do dad just let him die he said i don't know maybe that's you whenever know? the school bus was going yeah. into the water and and him as a child saved the kids um, but they were able to spin that story to where not it didn't get out really that, that the truck finally he, found traction is what right. they were trying to say. Yeah, yeah, to to get everybody out. So it was this. It, it's a great part of that movie that dynamic with with Jonathan teaching Clark what it means to have to try to be human and to hide that other side of them because I he was like a teenager. I think he was maybe like sixteen or something like that. Whenever uh, Jonathan went and saved the dog to save him and at that point if it would have gotten out like he doesn't know enough about life uh, to to keep himself from like government entities like getting a hold of him and then like doing experiments and figuring out what makes him work and then at that point he could have just become evil too because True. this is what people do when they find out who i am they they want do this to me. They don't even let me live as a normal human. Yeah, I mean, like, you could go one of two ways because you can definitely go that way to mm-hmm. turn you evil from just all that shit. Yeah. Or you can let it all go to your head like, oh, now I'm super famous mm-hmm. like we see with Homelander in The Boys. <laughs> yes. You know, because he can do the same things, but it all goes to his head and now he's, I can make money and now I'm going to do a nefarious things that are skullduggerous. And that's why I think Homelander is such a standout character as far as like this, you know, even though it is a subversion of the superhero shit. Oh yeah. I think it's a standout character cuz he has no alter ego. No. He, he was bred one. to be born and he was Homelander, period. Mm-hmm. So what you guys are saying is with great power comes great responsibility. Did you just make that up? Yeah, off the cuff, to be honest. Jeez, mm, man. Off the dome. Where'd you hear that? That's no, incredible. In here, up in my dome. <laughs> the brain. You know, Uncle Ben's rice is pretty delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm really craving some of that right now, actually. Hey, Parker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uncle Ben was like Peter's version of Jonathan Kent to yeah. Clark. I mean, he taught him morality and, and what it meant to be in that. In that, yeah. In that, it, May did it. May, May hit the line in, in uh, what's up? What's the old boy's name? Uh, 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 Tom, uh, Holland? Tom yeah. Holland, yeah, may hit the line in Tom Holland's movies, and mm-hmm. Uncle Ben is clearly the originator. And uh, but yeah, that's the uh, that's a that's a you, Homelander's a great example of great power and great responsibility not really lining up there. Yeah, um, and to not need a an alternate ego, yeah, a secret identity, because there are a lot of heroes that are that way, and I think mostly Marvel is what I think of when I think of them that don't really. You because think of the Avengers. I mean, they're yeah, they operate just kind of out in the open. Yeah, they're out in the open. They they don't they don't but need they do have like you don't know Captain America is not everybody knows 
his name. You know yeah, what I'm they do because they've even got museums. Oh, yeah, that's of, right. Like, yeah. his life he, of him yeah. being the super okay, soldier. Yeah, no, you're right. But that's no. the. I think that's where the Secret Wars come into play, isn't it? In the comic book line, I like, never read Secret Wars. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm thinking is that because it was like the struggle to keep the I like the secret identities. That's where I'm thinking. Why I'm thinking of that? Like to like to actually keep them a secret to mm-hmm. like because you've got half of these people that operate out in the open and are completely okay. naked about who they are, and they've yeah. got half of these people that want to protect their families and their lives and just still be able to help people with their anonymity. Anonymity. Yeah. And him for going, I am Iron Man. Oh, the Tony Stark. The guy was so badass. Because he could have easily kept that a secret. But he's he's one of those that it goes to his head and he's like, I'm Iron Man, baby. I'm the coolest person on the planet. He's the best superhero to not have any superpowers, in my opinion. He doesn't have any superpowers. Uh, Batman? You're wrong. Sorry. I I have to put Iron Man above Batman. Iron Man's cool. I'll give you that. But Batman's he he's the best superhero. I think put two in a fight, and I'm I I take Iron Man. You want to go? We'll step outside right now, guys. No, (laughs) don't squish each other's graves. I'm sorry, Tony. I want to see Batman and Iron Man fight. Oh, I thought you meant us. My bad. (laughs) I'm only going to agree with Josh just due to the BSM. Matter. I don't need to know what y'all do in your private lives. Oh no, the BSM, the better spent money. Iron Man wins. Yeah, Mm. I just I think he's the, the he can fly, bro. He can get up higher than bat. Put him in a field. Iron Man's going to go up, shoot. You're dead. And if Star Wars has taught us anything, you know, high ground. Yeah, Batman killed Superman. <laughs> See, I don't. Batman make killed any sense Captain to me. America. I, I can't. I can't. He killed Captain America. That's not even in his own universe. Well, <laughs> that is okay. true. And Thor killed Shazam. So there's that. Oh, when they crossed and and things like that happened. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, they both prayed before in that comic book. Before fighting each other, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it was. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really like know for that was, each other. No, like for the glorious battle they were about to have, because or it was. It was kind of odd. Like Shazam did like this meditative thing, and oh, Thor okay. was like talking to the to the ancestors kind of deal. I don't, I don't Explain know. to me. Sorry, I don't mean to get off topic. So this, this actually might be on topic. Is are Captain Marvel and Shazam the same character? Yes, <laughs> but there's also Captain Marvel who is not. Shazam. You're, you're t- pre 1960s comic book release uh, because Captain Marvel came out, I think, in the 1970s ish kind of deal with Marvel. Pre that. And he's a DC character, right? Yes. But he was so purchased. Captain Marvel is the. Yeah. Are, those are. Okay. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Copyrights what, are wild. Yeah. Captain Marvel was purchased by DC, but he, they couldn't mainline it as Captain Marvel title. Captain Marvel was just who Shazam turned, who sang Shazam, Billy Batson turned right. into Captain Marvel. But due to the confusion in the new 52 era, they changed Captain Marvel into Shazam, just period, just to try to save for confusion. So who would win, Captain Marvel, Marvel, or Shazam DC? Because Captain Marvel and Marvel is kind of like godlike. Like, well, then like again, Superman, so like, like better than Superman. I'm, right. I'm petty when it comes to these kind of arguments, uh, just because Shazam's ne- power is never fully used to its capabilities in anything, because it would just be OP. He's one of those that everything's always throttled in yeah, stories. Well, but so unleashed versus Captain Marvel, who do you got? You're gonna go Shaz- Shazam. Shazam. I mean, he can interdimensional travel, which basically acts as teleporting. He can never have to breathe while he's in that form. He doesn't have to eat. He doesn't have to sleep. He he's- has the power of six gods within one being. Yeah. He's not crippled by a rock. <laughs> I was <assume that. laughs> He's not crippled by the presence yeah, of a rock. Of a, oh. Yeah. I, 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 Everybody's got to have a weakness. Started thinking about the, the heroes that, that once had secret identities that those things have kind of gone away and not even heroes, just characters in general, because think about the thing with the fantastic four, mm-hmm. they don't have the option no. of being Ben Grimm really anymore. They, they yeah, it's can like the Hulk where you, sometimes you can get away with being Bruce Banner, but he's always the thing. Right. But, but he can, yeah, the, the, the thing, uh, there've been some issues, you know, where he gets his, his normal body back and stuff. I mean, I think every character that has yeah. a complete morph of themselves has some way of doing that, but it's like, uh, the thing and a swamp thing to keep thing involved with it. Yeah. Cause the swamp thing, uh, Alec Holland was one of the swamp things. Um, he has my last name Yep. and he was a, I believe a botanist and, got involved with this whole incident and ended up dying but it's always in, an incident in water always an incident 
he ended up dying in in the water of the swamp and became the swamp thing and that is something that within that comic that they struggle with him still being Alec Holland inside and also being the swamp thing and at at some point normally the swamp thing kind of takes over who he is and he forgets who he was in the past uh, Harley Quinn is one that more people would be familiar with because she was Dr. Harley Quinzel before she became Harley Quinn. And she was, I believe, a psychiatrist. Here's a question was, out of ignorance. Yeah. What's the Joker's name? That's the, a good question. They, nobody really knows. Yeah. We don't even really have a good origin story for him. The, there the, been there's a couple ones. of like theories. And I mean, I've not seen, been super you know, fleshed out. Like the, the, the Heath Ledger movies, um, but they don't. That doesn't really give no, me the the best uh, the best iteration is going back to a stand up comic in the Batman universe that was actually the original Red Hood. Um, well, they did hmm. do a joke a Joker origin story with Joker. Yeah, um, I mean there's there's a couple of them. There's like the Joe Cool origin story, Joe Chill, Joe Chill. But yeah. there's not like there's not uh, like a canon a canonized name for him. No, I don't think so. Not for the main universe. No, I don't believe they they usually can, do little side like Elseworlds yeah, stories. I mean, in, yeah. in Christian, no, well, no, obviously Joaquin no. Phoenix had a name in the movie. I don't remember what it was, but. Yeah, I don't and, even know if they even said it. Well, and they ha- also had a, a different version of him in the Michael Keaton Batman, which is Jack Napier, who was yep. the, uh, yeah, the the mob boss, the guy. mob boss kind. So he was gangster Joker. Mm-hmm. I mean, just different. Inter- Although I love that Joker, yeah. especially since Prince was his soundtrack. So good. What a man. My favorite Joker with a, an actual identity that you know is from Flashpoint, where Bruce Wayne is killed in the alleyway. Not the parents, mm, and I'm not familiar with that. Martha story. Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. She goes crazy oh, from wow. it, and Thomas Wayne becomes Batman. Oh. He's yeah, like, he's like a he's like a, a, a pistol gun toting Batman. Just, he just guns a blazing. I've got the figure over there next. Uh, the wolf oh, okay. got it for me. It's in between oh. Batman and Superman over there. But that dynamic just adds so much more. Yeah, that's interesting. That's like that. uh, that's the whole that that puts another layer that they ho- kind of need each other to exist. They have that. They have a lot of background there. Yes, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, that story is is brilliant, and it's something that they could bring into like this next Flash movie that's coming out. But we don't know where they're going with that. But uh, what do you guys think about Vader and Anakin? Because Anakin is who Vader is, but then Anakin vanishes from from who Vader is. But he's always kind of there. Well, I mean, right? Just like a transformation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or a consumption. To be a Sith, you get renamed. Right. Because it's almost like, well, kind of, it's like being reborn Mm -hmm. into. You know your Sith mastery, right? The person that you was goes away. Name, yeah. yeah, yeah. But even Obi Wan didn't know uh, until you know he realized it whenever he was being told, basically by Reva, I think, in the Obi Wan TV show. But he didn't know for a fact that Vader was Anakin uh, until that moment, and then so Anakin kind of was like this secret identity of Vader of who he was in the past. You get cons- what I was saying consumed. If you're getting consumed by the alter ego, yeah. where the where the former ceases to exist, uh-huh. uh, Spectre, the Spectre, yeah, that's Eddie another Brock good one. Struggle with that a little bit. Eddie Brock gets consumed a little bit sometimes, every yeah. now and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, yes, that's yeah, another but, great one yeah, because but, it no longer matters who he used to be. Yeah. Like he is beyond humanity at that point. Yep. So his yeah his other his alter ego or whatever. Being uh, being human. What about? Doesn't matter I, anymore. This, I'm just going to keep bringing this up because he's my favorite character. Spoilers sure. for the most recent Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, what about nobody knowing who Peter Parker even is, or that he essentially never existed? That's the most secret identity at that yeah. point, considering yeah. that only he knows yeah. that Peter Parker like, is a human being. They, there's no, there's no driver's license. There's no social security number. There's nothing for Peter Parker on record yeah. at all, as far as I'm. As, I think that's kind of how, the, from my understanding. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker doesn't exist, right? In that quote, you know, quote unquote, in that in that universe now. So, right, that's the as as most secret identity I think as you can get. Well, well that, that's like Men in Black level stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because if they yeah. do even know a little bit about you, they just get neuralized. You know, right? Yeah, true. Well, yeah. You gonna flashy thing me? You better not flashy thing me. At that point, Doctor Strange flashy thing the whole world for Spider Man. Yes, he did. He did flashy thing everybody. Wow, I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah. But he. At that point, Spider-Man is his base identity, right? I mean, 
because yeah, cause no, Peter I'm, doesn't exist see, beyond well, him himself. I'm I'm interested to know where they go with because the other his his cohorts know who know Spider Man. They all right. they've all interacted. They will continue to interact presumably, but the they world just don't, knows Spider Man. Yeah, but they, but now people who know Spider Man no longer know who Spider Man is, but they're still. Coworkers, I'm mm-hmm. very interested to see where that goes. Yeah, they just yeah. They'll, they'll remember Spider Man, but they'll just know Spider Man. Maybe that'll come up in conversation. I'll find out when it comes to Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, yeah really hopefully for those uh, yeah, those movies to come out. But that that whole like who who is the who is the main identity? Right. A lot of times is something that these secret identities struggle with between the secret identity and the hero or the villain. And with Batman, Batman is his base identity. And Bruce Wayne is the thing that he has to pretend to be, that he has to don a costume and become this, you know, this uh Well, he becomes the embodiment of fear. Right. You know? no, but his... So his alternate ego is kind of the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Instead of embodying fear, he's trying to almost like embody like ultimate good in a way with his, you know, philanthropy. Right. Yeah, because like he has to pretend to be Bruce Wayne. Right. He's putting on a show to be the regular person yeah, yeah. while Batman is it's consumed him. Like mm-hmm. the way that we mentioned even Vader with Anakin. I mean, that part of him has consumed him so much that Bruce Wayne to him is just a mask. And yeah. with Superman, I feel it's the opposite because he was born on Earth, raised by Earthlings, and later on finds out like about these powers and what that means and that his, he's actually Kal-El from Krypton. So Superman is is the thing that he has to, I would say, pretend to be because he's actually Clark Kent. Like he is a good person, but he has to become the superhero even though he's got all these powers and abilities. And that's a cool part with him and Batman, that kind of back and forth between the two of them because – they're they're pretending to be the opposite uh, whenever they're heroes. That's got to suck though to be Superman uh because we're we're we as humans um especially for human males you'd have to worry about standing up in front of the classroom and all of a sudden popping a random boner. Uh mm-hmm. he would have to worry about, you know, like standing up in front of the classroom and oops, I accidentally laser fried everybody with my eye holes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, guys. look, he that's just in addition to the random boner. Because <laughs> oh, if he stood oh, no. up with the random boner, he would like snap the teacher's desk in half. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Funnily enough, Smallville, the way that his heat vision became a thing is because he was getting sexually aroused and he couldn't control Whoa. himself. And that's where he first had heat vision is whenever he was. So <laughs> if he has, does that mean if he if he's using it, he's horny as hell? Uh, <laughs> You know, I would be. Everybody talking on the computer. Oh my God. Clark, Clark, that's the fourth MacBook this month. What's happening, young man? What are you doing what in is, there? What is going on, young man? I was just riding my report Well, just imagine where he has to put himself mentally before a fight to use to you know to use that on his opponent. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, he just he's, he's about to just burn a hole in Dark like, Side. Hey, can you can you hold up for a second, yeah, Batman? I need to get my phone out. Okay. Oh, we're good. He's, he's looking into Dark Side's eyeballs, gonna roast him out. And he's like Erica Durant. <laughs> <laughs> he just uh, looks over at Wonder Woman and stares for a second. She's like, you're going to use the heat vision, it. aren't you? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so sorry, but you yes. know it. <laughs> uh, I'd be interested in finding out what like Michael Rosenbaum and uh, Tom Welling would think about that accusation. Because I think that episode has happened here recently. On the, They have a Talkville podcast, in case yeah. anybody's interested in Smallville stuff. Um, it was a big part of Dane and my uh, growing up it, adolescence into adulthood uh smallville it happened um and you got to see the story of clark kent and you never got to quite see superman because it wasn't a superman story it was the story of clark kent right and they're going through episode by episode with the descriptors and everything and uh, michael rosenbaum's awesome to listen to on a podcast he's been podcasting for a long time he's Mm -hmm. got the the rhetoric down there's no dead air and it's it's funny to hear the different stuff that happened behind the scenes on the show. Well, even talking about the actors that play these heroes and villains, because Rosenbaum played Lex Luthor in Smallville. My favorite, and Lex Luthor. Think about being an act like Tom Holland. Think about being Tom Holland now and playing Spider Man for so long. Like yeah, all of a sudden, become, it's kind of you're you're yeah. almost the human like 
identity and then you get to be the hero. Imagine watching yourself in these moments on the big screen and yeah. it's you as the superhero. So like there's, there's got to be something. Like I, there's almost no Robert Downey Jr. in my eyes anymore. It's just right. it's freaking just Iron Tony Man, Stark. Bro. I mean, Iron I feel I don't want to feel bad for people that are millionaires, but I mean, Hugh Jackman. I feel bad he for Hugh Jackman. He's Wolverine. Wolverine. Like he could probably have. He, it's hard for him to make new friends because they need something sliced, and they forget he doesn't actually have claws. What a, <laughs> like, what a great segue into a man named Mark Calloway. Go on, go on. Who's this? AKA the Undertaker. Oh, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's no, you know. I mean, okay. Since he's retired now, yeah, they've kind of pulled the curtain back, and he's doing interviews and things like that. But for the longest time, dude, there was no. Mark Calloway. They kept that. They kept that man as the as sheltered, and the, the mystique level was turned up as as far as possible. In my that, eyes, that can apply to any of the wrestlers of that era, anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you've got Kane. Yeah, you know Hulk Hogan. Well, I'm just saying the Undertaker was dead, bro. Like like a dead man. Like, that like really this lived? whole th- well, his character, right? That he was a dead man. Mm-hmm. That was like he like perished in a fire. And uh, and he's come back to to wrestle. I guess it's a little kind of an odd concept when you think about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, he was consumed. The yeah. Undertaker took over Mark Calloway. Well, in Stone Cold, what what is his actual name? I have no idea. Steve Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Austin. That's, Thank not, you. that's yeah. not his actual okay. name. Though. You're right. That's that that's, is a suit that's, that's what yeah. he's that's what he's known yeah. as. Yeah. There's a man named Steve Williams who plays a character named Steve Austin. Wait, wait, hold on. No. Really? He plays a character named Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Steve Williams is Steve Austin's actual name? Yeah. Yeah. No! Because we created a wrestler named Lukewarm Steve Williams. You didn't know that? I thought no. that's why I thought that's why you called him that. <laughs> no. no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. no idea. <laughs> Let me pull up Wikipedia for you. It's that's his, I believe both of you. Name. Like I trust both of you with this information oh. more than anyone. Oh my god, this is so incredible. I'm so happy. Well, what was it called? Kayfabe? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, Whenever yeah. outside of the ring, like you still have the storyline. What is in in the storyline? If it's in Kayfabe. Right. Oh no, I was wrong. I totally thought it was Williams, and that's probably your fault. Yay! Wow. This sounded right. Steve Anderson. I, of all people, should have known that. I'm wearing a freaking... It was definitely just a super white guy name. It might as well be Steve Williams. It might as well have been Steve Williams. You did it. I took another grown man's name away. You really did that to me. <laughs> that, no, the wow. uh, the Undertaker also. The thing about the Undertaker is they kept you so diverted from the Undertaker's identity for so long because you had the Dead Man, you had the American Badass, you had oh, the Return dude. of the Dead Man, you had like, the Hulkamania that you get to yeah. meet at a gas station. Exactly. <laughs> and he's way smaller than you ever thought possible. He's nine foot tall against Rocky, but then you meet him and you're staring down to him. You're like, yeah. Are you Hulkamania? You met Hulk Hogan. He did oh, at no, a gas did. station yeah. on Tenth wow. Street. Yeah. It was Speedway. Was that when the the the, the, uh, yeah. the micro wrestling thing came to yes. town? Right across from the old club, Jet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, epic. And that's meeting a real life superhero. I know. He's short. Like, I was funny. like shorter than tiny. But... Shorter than me. Yeah, because I was he he was like six foot. I and I, I seen meeting. him, and I just kind of looked, and I'm like, "There's no way. There is no way that's Hulk Hogan." And then I heard him go, "Oh, thank you, brother." Delighted person at the <laughs> register, and I went, "Oh my god!" So. <laughs> I hurriedly grabbed my drink out of the cooler because I, I was I was there to get a drink and like a snack or something, and I'm like I've got to say hi to him because you know how often are you gonna get to meet a legend? Mm-hmm. And I walk up there, I'm like I'm gonna be cool. I'm not gonna fangirl or anything like that. I'm just gonna be like, hello, Mr. Hogan. It was it's nice to meet you. You know, I used to watch you as a kid and all that. And as soon as he turned and looked at me, I opened my mouth and I said, "Are you Hulkamania?" <laughs> Are you Hulkamania? <laughs> and Froze. he he looked at me and he goes, "Yes." <laughs> he was very nice about it. And then I took a picture with him. What's his and name? It was great. Terry Ter- Balea. Terry Balea. Okay. Yeah, I never knew that. Like, uh, I only know him as the superhero Hulk Hogan, basically. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about wrestling is it's these real life. You know, Hulk Hogan had another alter ego for a while, Mister America. Oh, I thought I thought that was just yeah. something some within, people called within, Hulk. Well, within wrestling, yeah, that was when they did Hulk the whole Hogan got quote thing. unquote fired, 
So oh. to, to come back and, and do his thing, he put a mask on that didn't cover his mouth or his mustache, right? <laughs> yeah. He still talked like this, brother. And it was very obviously Hulk Hogan. Yeah. It, was really, it was really funny. It, it was during it was a really time funny. where they had like an explosion of masked wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that was just uh, a inspired. way to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then the, ras- the wrestlers with the masks kind of started fading away a little bit with people feeling there was bad juju with the Owen Hart situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happened the there? The... He was, uh, I actually was watching. I know it. he died, right? I like, watched it when yeah. it happened. It was absolutely insane. I wasn't I there, but I was watching it live on the television. Yeah. And he was coming down from the rafters the way that they would on those uh, those wires. Yeah. And something malfunctioned in his harness. And he's supposed to come in on like a zip line from like the rafters to the ring. Yeah. And he, it something happened with his harness and he fell like 40 feet to his death. Jeez. Didn't he, if I remember correctly, didn't he land on the turnbuckle? I, I think the story so. that I rem- the, the 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 story of that that I remember reading is the blue blazer was was similar to like it's obviously Owen Hart but it's blue blazer right but it, but his gimmick at that point was he's really clumsy so like the planned thing was it's like a quick release harness so he was supposed to get like a few feet over the ring and then quote unquote fall accidentally and it's a goofy thing but the type of rigging they used just that's that's the official story at least it was not uh, wow. meant to be used for actually coming down from the rafters on a zip line it's a it, it broke pretty quickly jeez damn and uh who is another one that did mick foley was one that yeah. had a bunch of different characters oh, yeah. Yeah, dude love cactus jack mankind and, and just mick foley himself there, there was another one in there well you had the you had the fourth alter ego that came along with and that was socko socko don't forget about socko yeah it's another yeah and did, did he kind of like go between those characters like he even did, within the same match he did one time that i that i think well so there's there's two instances there's a sit-down interview where they're all three of them quote are on screen together um oh, talking to each other but so if you're not familiar with wrestling, there's a match called the Royal Rumble where there are 30 participants, and the goal is to throw each other over the top rope, and that, that's how you're eliminated. So right now, one and two come out. They start wrestling with the goal of throwing each other over the top while 28 other people in 90-second intervals or whatever will come out, right? So you've got different numbers for your spots. So in one Royal Rumble, Mankind came out, got eliminated. A few more people come out, whatever. And then here comes Dude Love. <laughs> Does his little thing for a minute, gets eliminated, and then here comes Cactus Jack. I might have got that out of order, but yeah, you know but what I'm saying. He, 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 all three of those personas participated in the same role, and that role. probably blew the audience oh, yeah, exactly. to the fucking moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was another. There was actually another moment where Triple H um, was this big, like badass heel, bad guy, right? And he's mm-hmm. and and he's he's feuding with mankind, who his character is really demented and dark, but he's also kind of like a softy, you know what I mean? Like so a Quasimodo style character. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very capable of some twisted stuff, but not quite as capable as some of his other characters, right? So he's feuding with Triple H and he's he's on the top of the entrance ramp with his get up, his white his white button up and his mask on and he has a voice for mankind. He's kind of talks like this and his voice breaks. And so he's doing I can't do this, but but I know somebody who can. Cactus Jack, and he rips his thing off, and he just immediately turns into Cactus Jack, and the crowd goes nuts <laughs> for the same man yeah. who's already standing, already right there in front of him, for him to take the mask off, do the shirt off, and boom, he's Cactus Jack, and then he comes and beats Triple H's ass. Um, and how does that not go? Like you mentioned earlier, like heroes that going to your head. Like, how does that not go to your head as a wrestler right? when you yeah, got an well, arena of people cheering? I think that's what happened to Ric Flair, to be honest with you. Well, <laughs> I don't think that, uh, yeah. Honestly, uh, is, is no more, whatever his real name is, Richard Fleer or whatever, is no more. He truly is Ric Flair now. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Ric Flair. And if you like, like rest, if you like wrestling at all, you're gonna get on your Instagram <laughs> and get on reels, and you're gonna see the main man, the Nature Boy, advertising jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's so bad. I mean, you, remember when they was doing all the unmasking and they unmasked Kane, where you finally get to yeah, see that the happened man's on my face? birthday, actually, it, because June like, 23rd, you, 2006, I think. 
they had that whole story, like you know, he was this badly burned, disfigured guy yeah, because crappy makeup. On yeah, his face he like murdered like his parents. Really weird hair <laughs> yeah, cut that, that he had. Come well, off of it. it was like the whole backstory was like he murdered his parents in a house fire, and so he's all burnt <laughs> Freddy Krueger style and all this stuff, and that's well, why that's the he wears the same way Undertaker mask. died was that same fire. Yeah, because exactly. they were brothers. Yeah. yeah. And then they decide they're going to unmask him and they just smear a little bit of like some kind of black crap on his face and shave his head in this really just stupid looking. Oh, dude, it's so uh, it's, it's awful. Like, yeah. it's a hard cut shave on like the middle of the top of his head that he's just got this little poofy little, yeah. little curly, <laughs> yeah. uh, little, I don't even know, like a Seth Rogen type hair, hair thing. Uh, and he looks so silly. Yeah, and they're and the whole time they're going, "Oh my god, oh my god, he's, he's so he's, ugly, he's so ugly, oh I, god, that, oh that's hideous, oh my god, the puppies, the puppies." And his whole thing after that, after they took the mask off, he was so embarrassed. Quote in storyline, he wore a towel over his face to come out yeah. to the ring because he was so hideous. But they just shaved his eyebrows and put a contact yeah. in one of his eyes, and that's <laughs> yeah. all they did. And, and then eventually, he became businessman Kane. Corporate Kane, yeah. Corporate now Kane, yeah. Now Glenn Jacobs is unfortunately uh, a mayor of Knox County. He was the mayor, and he's not anymore. Oh, he's not? Okay, no. I don't keep good. I don't keep but, the, but that's fine. Just the fact that Kane was the mayor of Knoxville was kind of... It's that's just Knox wild. County, not Knoxville. Knox County, sorry. County. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was mayor county mayor. Yeah. Well, wrestlers change personalities and personas more than any comic heroes but I've ever seen. Who better to be a politician than a wrestler, right? Because right. they're... <laughs> I mean, it just makes a lot of sense. You can't oppose them. We've had, to the crowd. We've had a couple. It yeah. made Jesse go cuckoo. It did. Yeah. It made yeah. Jesse the. He got just a. Everybody talks about like whenever you get into a, like a government position, like what kind of like you're going to get to know the things. Like what are you what are you going to do when you get to know the he things? Literally got a TV show right that was like conspiracy. This is Jesse the Body Ventura. Okay, um, good. I yeah. didn't know who you were talking about. Yeah, he was a wrestler, WWF turned commentator for a little while, and then got into politics, became governor of. of Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Um, and then uh, just became a noted conspiracy theorist huh. pretty quickly. Like, because <laughs> he gets into politics, he gets a little sniff mm-hmm. of the behind the scenes, and he's like, I'm going to have to make a TV show about I'm gonna this. Blow, I'm, I'm going to blow the cover on aliens. <laughs> <laughs> he's been trying for a while. Well, I mean, maybe he actually did discover things. I what mean, he did? yeah, and that's in the. Don't, yeah, don't the take that away from him. Just, we just think he's crazy because that's what they want you to think. Even more of a like cultural phenomenon that the wrestlers are in America, how we, you know, view them as these real life superheroes in Mexican wrestling with luchadors and identities. For them, oh, it's yeah. all wrapped up Dude. in the shtick of the wrestling. They take that shit so seriously, super seriously. I cannot remember who, who who it was, but there's a there was a very famous masked luchador. Is either Mil Mascaris or um, I don't remember, but the the man had a court case, and like it was, it's such a ingrained in their culture thing that like they he was allowed to like wear his mask into court, mm-hmm. his wrestling mask into court for a real-life thing and uh, have his identity protected in that way, uh, which is insane. Because on camera, they don't want their faces shown right. because yeah. they, they want that persona it's that, to be like, protected. That protected, and, and yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It was it's crazy. Nev- another level and of In matches, like they would, they would actually fight each other like for the right to take off the other person's yeah, mask. Yeah, that's such a... It's a huge dishonorable thing to, yeah. to lose your mask and that that retires that hero basically mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of times like that that real life that hero uh, yeah so not every time but sometimes like now that character is gone and they don another mask they put on another mask later and become a whole new persona because they lost the right to be that person in the yep. ring mm-hmm. And that it's this whole other. I actually did a, a topic. I don't know how many episodes it was a ago. While. A while ago on Luchador Wrestling, it, more oh, than sweet. twelve, way more than twelve. But and it, it was it was fascinating. The more I learned about it, the more excited I got about it because it's just there's so much more to it than American wrestling well, as me, far as the way it is in culture. Let me tell you about a little show called Lucha Underground. If it's, mm-hmm. I believe it's still on Netflix. Okay, it's a wrestling show. Wrestling TV show. Okay. But it's filmed cinematically. So is it all acted? The, 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 well, it's I mean, a, yeah, because it's wrestling. But well, yeah, but it's you know wrestling, what I mean. But the presentation is not like... I mean, there's, there's, a, live, there's a live crowd. It's uh-huh. just filmed in a way that's like a very professional, like... I, Lucha Under... You're just going to have to see it Okay, yeah. It's, very, yeah. it's a very different production take on pro wrestling, and it's all Lucha, and it's wrestling, and it's awesome. It's, just a, it's just a different production take with different 
different ways of telling the stories. Yeah. Well, and on on another level of the the Not real the real life heroes and stuff. Uh, they, what about uh, Garth Brooks? Because Garth Brooks is <laughs> Chris. <laughs> He, he became another person, right? He literally put on a flat ironed wig and a soul patch, and people had no idea Garth <laughs> Brooks was Chris Gaines. Yeah. Look, here, here's, here's what I need to know, okay? Uh, Garth Brooks, if you're listening, he is. where are the bodies? <laughs> and what about the families? <laughs> My God! <laughs> what, what kind of music did Chris Gaines do? Was it the same stuff? Or was it like experimental? It was what more, was it? It was more like poppy rock. Nobody cared like, until he put on the soul patch. <laughs> it was poppy rock. It, it was supposed to be for a movie that they were doing oh, revolving really? around this character, Chris Gaines. And he made it a full like a full-length album revolving around the movie that never got made. Really? I have a lot to learn about the lore of Garth Brooks, apparently. Yeah, have, you, have you all ever looked at the comments on his social media? Don't. I have not. It is amazing. Okay. So there's a comedian out there, Tom Segura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has his own podcast, Your Mom's House. He does. His fans have taken over every bit of social media comment space of Garth Brooks. <laughs> no, poor Garth. Like, it always says stuff like, where are the bodies? What <laughs> wow. about the families? Um, <laughs> did you kill my mom, Garth? It, uh, just so many things. Like you, especially his Instagram. His Instagram is the worst for it, and it it's hilarious. They're gaslighting. Amazing. They're gaslighting Garth Brooks into thinking that he's a murderer, and he doesn't know it. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, the thing is, he's doing it just because he thinks it's funny because he's a troll. Uh-huh. And he was asked in an interview, like, if Garth was to come on the show and ask you to stop, would you stop? He was absolutely. And he's like, we've even asked him, hey, do you want to come on the show? And he refuses to go on your mom's house what? podcast. Why would he trust him at this point? <laughs> like, look yeah. what's happened. He's like, it can literally all stop if you just <laughs> come on here. It's like, No, that's me giving up. <laughs> I'll just sit yeah, here and right. take it. He probably yeah. loves it secretly because he has killed people. And he's like, well, now <laughs> it's a joke. Now it's so much of a joke. No one would yeah, take me great, seriously. Great alibi, a great cover. If I really did do it. Yeah. So I think that gave him like... Hiding in plain sight? Kinda, yeah, yeah, a way to do that. What if Chris Gaines is an axe murderer? And all this was just a big ploy of his to make happen. Well, if if telling people the truth and getting them all confused and revolving around this story of murder that's fictitious keeps them from, you know, suspecting you to be a serial killer or something like that. Reba better walk out. <laughs> Reba better check herself because you know that's not that the lights went out in Georgia. That's uh that that's straight up her admitting to killing somebody in that song. Just straight up. I mean, what are you gonna do, Reba? Run, Reba, get out of there. Did Stephen King have a pseudonym that he, he wrote did. under? Uh, Richard Bachman. What what uh, do you know the reasoning behind that? Okay, so Stephen King has a very particular style in which he writes. Yeah. And he wanted to try something different. Uh, the Bachman books are way darker and grittier mm-hmm. and more, I'm not really going to say realistic, but realistic. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to see if he could do that successfully and not have that tarnish his reputation and be tied to him mm-hmm. and just see if he could make it work. So yeah. he released, I believe it was five different books under the Richard wow. Bachman name. So to be such a legend with your name attached to a book, he felt like he needed to become someone else in order to try something, to yeah. experiment. Yeah, to try something and to see if he'd just gotten so famous that he couldn't fail. Because yeah. that's what people do. If you do something different from what you normally do and what they're used to, even if it could be good, they see the name attached to it and they don't like it because right. it's it's not that's not yeah, a Stephen either, King book. Yeah, they either don't weird. like it or they like it just because it's him. Like yeah. imagine how pissed off people would be if M Night Shyamalan made uh-huh. a rom com with no twist. I think at this point people would be excited yeah. because they're tired of him trying and only getting a couple of them right. Are you guys aware of any any instances? If not, I'm about to blow your mind of a of a in music of a band who might have done the same thing that that wanted to take a different shift but didn't want to put it under their original name. Yes. You I, got. I cannot remember the name, but no. I do I do know who you're talking about. Green Day? I'm okay. talking about Green Day. Okay, I'm talking about an older one. All three of those dudes, if you guys aren't aware, are also in a band called The Network. 
What? Yeah, they actually have a song on Tony Hawk's Underground, the network, not Green Day. Yeah. The network. And we'll pull them up later. We'll listen to them. Uh, it's Green Day, but it's a, just a little, it's not like, it's a little more produced, I will say. Okay. Uh, it's a little bit more, a little bit more industrial. Not a lot, but it's just, it's just not stuff that would really fit Green Day's mold. So they made a whole new band. And, uh, with the same guys, it's all the same same news. All three. See, I thought you were about, them, so. until you said without the same name. I was thinking you were talking about when Kiss took off their makeup and started wearing a lot of lavender. Oh no, I'm talking about different name, different. Well, they make you know they, that was a whole transformation thing. That was stupid, but I mean, Kiss is nothing more than boomer juggalos. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. I mean, but I you just got, had to throw that in there. You got you got to give it up to the to the makeupless Kiss for giving us "Lick It Up" because that song is that, that song's, song's great. Cool. The WCW wrestler Kiss Demon, you remember him? No. Yeah, there was a wrestler. He actually just came back. He he made a re debut on Impact Wrestling recently. Um, but his uh, his wrestler, who I guess they WCW got rights and licensed, paid whoever to. He literally had Gene Simmons face paint. And came out looking like Gene Simmons. Man, even would carry a freaking bass to the ring. But his wrestling is not Gene Simmons. His wrestling name is the Kiss Demon. That's uh, co branding. That had to have been crazy. copywritten, right? How did? Well, I think it's just a co branding thing. I, mean, uh, well, I think I'm Kiss sure. ended up performing on WCW at some <laughs> oh, point. Yeah, okay. considering they, how Gene Simmons but, is, yeah. he definitely. Oh no, it was definitely like it was an approved, like, with signed permission. Off thing. Yeah, just an interesting little extra little member of Kiss who isn't in Kiss, but is. The Kiss Demon and is a wrestler. What is it with Gene, Sim- Gene Simmons? He's uh, branded everything from condoms to coffins. He's going to so catch him from <laughs> life to death. He's going to no, the, you no, it was, and go on. Yeah, oh, it was, okay. and it wasn't yeah, Gene that funny. said that. It was Paul Stanley. Oh, but Stanley. Kiss, right? Yeah, yeah. from the Kiss. Same thing? Yeah, okay. yeah, from Kiss. Man, you think we've become prolific enough to that we would have to change our podcast name if we started doing different stuff? If we started talking about different things? I don't know. I think it's all kind of in the same universe for us now. Yeah. What would be uh What's the universe? What's the grape universe Apple, called? Apple through the orchard or something like that. Oh my god. That, that mm. would that wouldn't be good, would it? No. Potato in the ground. Potato <laughs> potato in the ground tree. This just shows you how clever Nerd It Through the Grapevine Dude, it's the name is. It's hard to come up with names. It yeah. is Kudos hard. to you guys for Thank you. Nerd It Through the Grapevine's a good Nailed one. it. It's hard to find brandable names that aren't taken. Right. And you guys this one was not. Well. And it's a catchy play on it words. Is. It yeah, is. It makes a lot of sense. You and a, a good song. logo. Thank you. I'm on I, board. I think we thank you. And to those of you that are on board and have listened to this episode, thank you for doing that. You know where you listen to us. There's no way you didn't listen to us on the thing that you listen to us. And make sure your alter ego listens too. Yeah, both of you. That's two listens. That yeah. counts. Double. Log into the other account though because it doesn't right. count as two yep. listens if the same Gotta account. Be, well, yeah. Right, of but uh, give us whatever platform you're listening to us on. Give us five stars, please. We're on all the platforms, everyone that you can think of that has podcasts. Uh, give a description on why you love us or why you hate us. I don't care. Just give us five stars. And then you can go get some merch of ours, maybe on Redbubble. Maybe at some point we'll make a lukewarm Steve Williams shirt. So that way more people other than Josh think right. that that's is like a you real can, You can copyright that because there's no Steve Williams like I thought there was. Oh, my yeah. God, especially Terrible. lukewarm. You know who else thinks that? DR. You've, it's not just me that you've implanted that. Yeah, on. we did it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, if you want to get on social media and look us up, Look up Nerd Grapevine on your Twitter, your Instagram, or your Facebook. Uh, you can talk to us on there about things. If you want to talk to us today about what you want to hear in your favorite country Westeros music, uh, you can just let me know what sound effect we're missing out on and and how we can you know accomplish this. You know we can talk about some Foley, much like we talked about Mick Foley today on the episode. So you know oh, do sound that. effects. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, the jo- that's yeah, a good joke. Yeah, like follow that. me. That's follow good. me. Also contribute. If you'd like to, donate a little bit to the cause on Patreon. Uh, look up Nerd Grapevine. Give a little bit of money. Receive a shiny holographic Nerd to the Grapevine sticker, as well as future content that so we don't... So shiny. Yeah, well, yeah. It's very shiny. Yeah, you can also unlock stuff we haven't released yet. And, you know, we're always having something in the works, something fun, you know? And to be able to have the first contact with that, just because you've given us a little bit of money and you've supported the cause, that should cause you joy. And it should not cause you the opposite of joy, which to me is... This episode goes out to my boy Harambe. I'll never forget you. And if that causes you some discord, then I don't know what to tell you. There's a link in the description. Click that. Take it on over to the to where we're at in Discord Town. And you can talk to us. 
You can play games with us. We're wrapping up a D&D 5e campaign next week. Maybe will be the last one. And after that, we will be playing Starfinder. So if you want to get in on that, just shoot me a message in the Discord because that's what we use to talk to one another. It, it's a happy, slappy, fun time. We're on there live, uncut, uncensored, and irrevocably circumcised. We're also on YouTube. Hey, if yeah, you we look, play video games there. Yeah, you could look us up on there. We've also got some, you know, the episode list is also on YouTube with a graphic mm-hmm. uploaded with it. So you can either, either lay it in the background of whatever you're doing. You know, if you've got the YouTube premium or you can watch it and just keep it playing right in front of you with a little bouncy bar that shows you that we're talking. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cool. It's on YouTube. Or oh. if you need that quick fix, Instagram reels, baby. Oh, yes. We've been making those and people sure have been have. enjoying them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I would love for more people to enjoy our Instagram reels. And also, if you do watch our Instagram reels and you do think they're funny, you can share and them. What's all. that? Ha- what's that handle, Dane? At Nerd Grapevine. That's right. And that wasn't taken either anywhere. It's on all of them. Yeah. So also, there's this thing that we always wonder, and it's every week that it happens, and it just so happens that we've skipped rotation enough times that Josh's turn is here. <gasps> and the question is, Josh, when life gives you grapes. Mm. Definitely going to freeze them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And insert them. Where? Into. Where? Mine. <gasps> ass. <laughs> Ooh, and then your mouth. And while they're there, off the top rope, here comes the Undertaker. My God, there's grapes coming out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs>